Welcome to the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. In each episode, we will highlight an essential oil or herb that may be used to optimize your health. Flip on your diffuser and bask in the beauty of aromatherapy and naturopathy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. This is Gregory. I hope you are doing well in this cold winter. Yet, soon anticipating Christmas, mid-December day. So today we're going to talk about spearmint. Now, spearmint is a very similar mint to peppermint, but it does have its own unique benefits that make it better in some occasions to peppermint. Now, we do have an episode on peppermint. This is probably one of the ones that Kate McCall did, my former partner. So go back to episode three or four, and I think she did an episode on peppermint. So peppermint and spearmint are two varieties of mint plants that belong to the same plant, which is lemacacia. Both have a minty flavor and scent, but spearmint is slightly sweeter, while peppermint is a little more cooling and refreshing. Of course, you will commonly find both of them in candies and gums and toothpastes. Or the synthetic variety of them, because lots of times uh, they don't use the real one. They'll just have the chemical that mimics it. But both are really good for pain relief and stress reduction. And both have an active compound that's menthol. You've heard of menthol. The peppermint actually contains more menthol. That's why it's more cooling. And also, too, like when you see mouthwashes that have menthol flavor, just understand that lots of times they don't have menthol or throat lozenges even. So, we know that spearmint can be used for medicinal reasons. It's been used by Ayurvedic medicine for some time for the treatment of minor maladies. And much of it has to do with the menthol that's in it, the active ingredient of menthol. And because of that, you see it used commonly in alternative health. So, spearmint is called mentha spicata. That's its name. And as I've already mentioned, it comes from the Lamacacia mint family. The spearmint plant is a perennial, which can grow and spread quite aggressively if given the chance. It's native to Europe and to Asia. And not surprisingly, of course, we put this spearmint in either an herb form. We chop it up. We put in foods and sauces and fruits and stuff like that. And we also can put it into toothpastes and candies and stuff like that. And, of course, there is the spearmint tea. Uh, I tend to drink more peppermint tea, and especially if I've eaten too much and have an upset stomach, which unfortunately is somewhat common. All right, so let's get to the benefits of spearmint oil. So one of the, the benefits of it is that it improves digestive upset stomach and flatulence, similar to peppermint, so this is not too shocking, because peppermint, I think, is most well-known for digestive issues. Probably that and ginger oil are probably the two big ones. That's why we used to have gingerbread and ginger ale, even though ginger ale nowadays is just complete fake stuff. So one of the active compounds of spearmint is carvone. Research shows that carvone has an antispasmodic effect in the intestines. And because of this, spearmint can be efficacious against excessive flatulence. So if you have an upset stomach or dyspepsia and some flatulence, get some spearmint oil. What else can spearmint oil do? It can boost memory. 
In a 2018 double-blind placebo-controlled study published in the Journal of Alternative and Complementary Medicine, took a look at how supplementation with menthospicata extract may benefit cognitive performance as well as mood and sleep for people with age-associated memory impairment, AAMI. 90 subjects with AAMI were randomly assigned to taking 900, 600, or 0 milligrams per day of menthospicata extract for 90 days. The study results reveal that subjects who took 900 milligrams per day of the herbal extract experienced 15% improvement in memory while also seeing improvements in their ability to fall asleep. Overall, the study concludes that spearmint extract may be a beneficial nutritional intervention for cognitive health in older subjects with age-associated memory impairment. Okay. Another thing that spearmint oil can do is that it helps nausea and vomiting, which, again, is connected to the digestive system. A 2013, a randomized double-blind clinical trial study reveals how essential oils of spearmint and peppermint may help with nausea and vomiting. The study reveals that application of these oils resulted in a decrease in the frequency and intensity of nausea and vomiting following chemotherapy treatment for cancer. In addition to no adverse side effects being reported, the researchers also point out that how the use of essential oils are very cost-effective compared to traditional treatment of chemotherapy. Now, chemotherapy, if you don't know, is exceedingly expensive. I mean, way over, like two, $3,000 a month for some of these chemo drugs. And the thing that they don't, they don't tell you is that chemotherapy really only works for 10, 10% of the time. And it's only really efficacious against... Let me think. Wilms, Wilms tumors in the kidney, testicular, lymphoma, and there's another one. But most of the time, chemo doesn't work. And the, and the thing is that oncologists don't tell you this because oncologists have a monetary benefit by telling you to use chemo for a cancer that it's not that effective because they benefit from it, right? So it's a conflict of interest. So certainly any essential oil, even ones that are expensive like rose, will certainly be infinitely cheaper than $3,000 a month chemotherapy treatment. Speaking of cancer, spearmint oil has anti-tumor properties. In vitro research published in 2018 in the BMC Complementary and Alternative Medicine highlights the ability of spearmint oil to have anti-proliferative effects against three human tumor cell lines. Another in vitro study in 2014 showed similar anti-cancer properties of spearmint as well as other members of the mint plant family against four cancer cell lines. All right, so again, you know, it's a decent antioxidant and who knows, perhaps you can fight against some cancer here. What else can it do? Spearmint oil can fight against bacteria and fungi, so it's a pretty good antimicrobial. This is one of the reasons that we put it in natural mouthwashes and toothpastes because it has an antibacterial property. Researchers shown that menthospicata, essential oil, has potent antimicrobial abilities, which means it can help prevent the spread of bacteria, fungi, and even some viruses. Spearmint essential oil has also been shown to fight foodborne pathogenic bacteria like Salmonella, Typhimerium, and E. coli. These are good things. What else can spearmint oil do? It can help with hormone balance and reduction of hairy... <laughs> hirsutism. So hirsutism is like the... Uh, if you want to say, oh, that man is so hirsute, that means he's hairy. But we don't want hair all over the body. So hirsutism is a health problem for women in which hair grows excessively where it shouldn't, like the neck and jawline. Now there is, and it also causes male, male pattern baldness. 
This condition is typically caused by an increase in the male hormones called androgens, such as testosterone. It's funny because, um, well, it's not funny, actually. Languno, because it talks about hirsutism having, or it causes hair on your neck and jawline. Languno is the kind of peach fuzzy hair that women and men get when they're having anorexia and having eating disorders because the body is is so um, freezing because it's so skinny. It starts to develop hair to keep the person warm. A small scientific review published in 2017 reveals that spearmint tea may help to decrease androgenic hormones for female patients with hirsutism. Well, that's good because we don't want to have hair. I guess that's what Nair is for, right? What else can spearmint oil do? It has a generally calming effect. Mentaspagata tea is traditionally used to treat stress and insomnia. Animal research demonstrates how extracts of spearmint appear to have anxiety-reducing sedative and hypnotic effects. Research also shows that due to its menthol content, spearmint may encourage relaxation by acting on GABA receptors. GABA is a neurotransmitter that helps send messages between the brain and nervous system. It is said to have a natural calming effect that helps to decrease feelings of an anxiety by reducing neuronal excitability. Okay, so let's finish up. So you can, of course, diffuse the oil. You can put it in a cleaner to clean. You can, of course, put it in a coconut oil or some to, some carrier oil and rub it all around your body. But there are, a couple, there are a couple of warnings I want to tell you about. So with pregnant women, you know, we, we typically give you the cautionary tale if you're pregnant or nursing to stay away from certain oils or contact a, a clinical aromatherapist. Uh, but just know that excessive amounts of, of the mints when pregnant can affect your uterus. So it's probably best to stay away from it when you're pregnant, at least a large amount of it. But, I, you know, how many people are using large amounts of these oils? And, you know, remember, essential oils are very potent, so just be careful. Also, in large doses, spearmint may harm the liver or kidneys. If you already have a pre-existing liver or kidney issue, you might want to stay away from this. But as a whole, spearmint oil is is great. I would recommend probably using it in your homemade uh, mouthwash. Or if you're not using homemade mouthwashes, all of you should be oil pulling. And so just put a couple drops of spearmint oil or peppermint if you don't want to buy spearmint. And just swish it around your mouth while you go for a walk. That's what I do every morning. I oil pull while I go for a walk and listen to a podcast because I do morning walks and evening walks. And just do that. Also, spearmint, just understand, if you go to the Terra or Young Living, which, of course, I'm not affiliated with either, uh, they're about $34. So it's not like a high-priced oil at all. And I would tell you, you know, I mean, if you already have peppermint, you don't necessarily need to buy spearmint because they're very similar in terms of like cooking, as we've already mentioned, you typically see spearmint used more for culinary foods that are for savory dishes than you do for peppermint, which is typically used in desserts. Of course, you can chew spearmint all you want. You can chew peppermint all you want. You can drink the, the teas all you want. Because so, we know that the, the oils are just very potent. So just be careful if you have liver and kidney problems aside from that. Just use your spearmint oil like you do all your other oils. Just don't diffuse them all day, all night like some people like to do. But aside from that, that's all I have to say. Guys, as you know, the website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the essential oil recipes and food recipes that we have. If you like the content that we have and you want to support Naturopathic Earth, please click on the PayPal link and donate whatever you can monthly or a one-time donation. Be generous. 
You can buy one of my books, Confessions of an Obese Child or Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior. You can buy those on Amazon. So just click on the link. That's one way to help out. And it's a fun read. You can learn about what, what it was like growing up fat as a kid or how you how I lost the weight and kept it off for 28 years. If you want some one-on-one coaching, we can do it through Clarity FM. Just click on the link and we can talk to each other about aromatherapy or whatever you like for $1.66 a minute, which is pretty cheap. Also, if you want to help us in a passive way, just click on Naturopathic Earth and then go to the articles and click on food recipes. And then any Amazon link that you see there or Amazon picture, just click on it. It takes you to Amazon. Anything that you buy within 24 hours through our link, we get a 2% commission at no expense to you. And as you know, we have three podcasts here in Naturopathic Earth. We have this one. And we have Holistic Health News, and recently we talked about the importance of having fathers in a child's life. We talked about how the average weight of an American woman is 170 pounds at 5'3", so we have a little episode on obesity. We talk about that on the Confessions podcast. And Holistic Health News, of course, is our flagship. We have over 240 episodes about a lot of different topics, so go check it out. And, of course, we have Confessions of an Obese Child, which we just had the episode about how the average man and woman is is horribly overweight and we need to work on that. Guys, please post an honest review for those podcasts and subscribe. Until next time, take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com for innumerable essential oil recipes, our Facebook page at Holistic Health News, and our Twitter and Instagram feeds at Holistic News Now. Spread the word about the benefits of aromatherapy, herbalism, and naturopathy. And remember our motto at Naturopathic Earth, let food be thine medicine, let nature be thy healer. Until next time.